Good morning and welcome to each one of you in this beautiful morning as we read the scriptures in Romans chapter 15 verses 18 to 21 for our God's word for today devotional. I'll be reading in the English Standard Version. This is the reason why I have so often been hindered from coming to you. But now, since I no longer have any room for work in these regions, and since I have longed for many years to come to you, I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain and to be helped on my journey there by you once I have enjoyed your company for a while. At present, however, I am going to Jerusalem bringing aid to the saints. For Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints at Jerusalem. For they were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in their spiritual blessings, they ought also to be of service to them in material blessings. When therefore I have completed this and I have delivered to them what has been collected, I will leave for Spain by way of you. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. So Paul, as he about, is about to finish this lengthy epistle in the book, in this book of Romans, uh, he mentioned here about his desire really to visit Rome personally. And he, he testified here about the sharing of blessings between the Jews and the Gentiles respectively. Paul kept prodding himself unto new territories. We learned that yesterday, where the gospel had not been preached. He was ambitious. He had to fulfill his mission to introduce its region to Christ. He will go as far as God will allow him to go. And because of this, he was hindered or prevented from traveling to Rome. Since a group of believers already been established there by the work of others, so it means that the church in Rome had begun and was started by somebody we don't know. And Paul was so eager to see them personally. But as of this writing, he was writing to them that he has run out of unreached places to preach in, his, in this part of the world. So he was free to come and see them on this way. On his way to Spain, he was his target and his itinerary was to go to Spain to preach the gospel there. But he desired that he will pass by Italy or Rome. He has longed to come and see them for many years. His longing to see the Romans is mentioned in Romans chapter 1 verse 10 to 13 that he desired really to strengthen them spiritually to give and receive encouragement from them as well and that he ha will have a spiritual harvest among them so what does this mean Paul has the desire to go to Rome but he was hindered but it was not because it was a wrong hindrance but it was just not the priority in the time in that season of Paul's life what I mean is this that our, our lives are, are are marked by by seasons of life. Now we have seasons of life. We we plan, we desire to do something and it won't be materialized in certain seasons of our lives, but there comes a time that we are we are free and we have the freedom to do it. 
So let's not fret when the Lord will not open to us door doors and it's still closed doors uh, before us because it might be that it's not yet the time as Paul always desired to visit Rome, but he was hindered. Aside, aside from his desire to enjoy his fellowship with them personally when he will come there or when he will go there, he was hoping that they will be able also to help fund his ministry or missionary efforts in this new region. And that is what we read in verse 19. In other words, Paul was leveraging the gospel partnerships that he had. That fellowship is good, but most importantly, he will be he'll become partners productively by the church in Rome participating in the mission work by giving finances or funds so that many will be able to hear the gospel because mission work needs funds. Their funds would surely further the gospel work. Talking about funds that is important in ministry, Paul had told them, had related to the Christians at Rome that he had initiated to raise money from the Gentile Christians in order to meet the needs of the poor Jewish Christians in Jerusalem. And this is also related by Paul in 1 Corinthians 16, 1 and 2, and 2 Corinthians 8, verse 1 to 9. But at this point of writing, he was headed to Jerusalem to deliver it. The churches in Macedonia and Achaia that he mentioned he writes, have been pleased to contribute what he could to the poor saints in Jerusalem. Paul may have posed hard for this, but the giving was not mandatory. He was just pleading for them that they will understand and see the need of the Christians at Jerusalem, that they will have the, the burden and the desire to help them. You see, we can just encourage people to do something good but it's it's one of them has to decide for by themselves we cannot coerce people we don't need to oblige people but you can persuade them we can tell them the whole story encourage them by the many informations that we know and let the holy spirit touch their hearts in order that you will be able to support and and contribute for the funds for the brethren who are struggling. So they would, they would share the blessing and Paul's argument was if the Jews in Jerusalem or in, in Israel had blessed them because of the spiritual heritage that they received, they should reciprocate this by giving them the material blessings. We must think that the Christians at Corinth and and Macedonian Christians were a little bit bit uh, wealthy in comparison to the Christians in Jerusalem, who had suffered a lot of losses because of the persecutions. So there was this sharing of blessing. If we think of giving, if we think of helping others, let us be motivated by by love and thankfulness. 
when we are with those abort missions, we should think of what Christ did at the, at the cross. We should think of how people had sacrificed their lives in order that the gospel will be preached to us and they sacrifice a lot. So how can how could we repay? These wonderful Christians and missionaries didn't expect that they will be repaid. Only that if ever we are moved to support and bless them, it must be coming from a grateful heart. It must be coming from a heart filled with the love of Christ. As somebody said, you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. So may it be that the love of Christ will permeate in the hearts of each one of us, our brethren, in order that when we give, it must be an outflow of that love. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for the example of sharing the blessing. Thank you, Lord, that you abused people um, who shared the gospel to us. They did the extra mind, Lord, for us to know the gospel. And thank you, Lord, for each one of them. And help us, Lord, that we could, we could be a channel of blessing also to others. And I pray, to Father, that you give us more opportunities as all recognized that it depends upon you, Lord. It's your will. I pray that you will continue to open doors of opportunities for us to proclaim the gospel. And thank you for this reminder this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.